Blog Talk Radio.
fighting the war against COVID-19. Tonight's program, we're starting uh, with a little dark side. Um, a good friend, uh, Sergeant uh, Brian Levine, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, a uh, 31-year veteran, a, a father of five, a, uh, a mentor on and off the job, uh, coach football, coach basketball for his, his children, uh, was finishing up his last tour. He was two hours and 15 minutes away from his, his retirement when a gentleman took his car and ran into him and killed him. Uh, Brian is, uh, Brian is, is uh, had left behind uh, his wife, Anna, and five children. Uh, and I know that uh, you're listening tonight. Uh, we appreciate everything Brian did. He was a mentor for, to me personally and uh, a good man. So um, we want to uh, say, as we uh, as we say on the job, may, the, may uh, he rest in peace and good job, Brian. Uh, end of watch. Well, guys, uh, it's going to be a, uh, a very big night tonight. What do you think? Uh, and what, a very big night for two reasons. One, we have a, have a huge fight coming on. And the other is that we have our own resident filmmaker with us tonight. Uh, we miss him a lot. Uh, Mr. Ty, welcome back. Glad you with Thank us. you, sir. It's glad to be back, man. I'm grateful to be here. Yeah. Uh, so happy to have you back, you Ty. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. It's good to be back. Good to be back. Before I say anything else, I just want to send my prayers out to uh, Anna and her kids, Officer Brian's family, as well as, you know, all those, all of us who have experienced loss recently. Just want every, you know, to send the prayers out to everybody. Thank you. Bob, you want to uh, want to start with uh, the uh, number one fight of the night? Yes, Bob. Let's get excited, brother. I'm back for a reason tonight, sir. Let's, let's do it, baby. So, so yeah, Let's we go. got uh, the notorious Conor McGregor coming back tonight for his second attempt or second uh, face-off against Dustin Poirier. And for $69.99, it can be yours, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'll even throw in a hat. Uh, but, yeah, the notorious is back tonight. <laughs> um setting the stage but there's a lot of stuff you know working up to that um it'll be a great card tonight so uh looking forward to it um notorious coming back uh this 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 fight has so much height and so much security dana white has done a great job of shutting down fight island in abu dhabi even to the point where uh one of his fighters didn't make weigh-ins on friday uh undefeated uh, azader um, 13-0 MMA career, 10 KOs, two submissions, and uh, um, he was fired immediately on the spot, kicked out of the UFC because he decided and his crew to cut off their wristbands and sneak some of their buddies into Fight Island. Yeah, so, what the uh, hell was that? Yeah, like, so not COVID only could you, could you have yeah. given everyone COVID, Bob, but not you caused an international incident, killed yeah. the business relationships. Like, he had to fire him. Absolutely had yeah. to fire him. So, I mean, and good leadership on that, on that note, um, you know, no, I mean, the, the thing is you're 13, you you got a shot at the, the, the UFC, yeah. you're, 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 you're in Abu Dhabi already. Why are these kids making these decisions? You know what I mean? 
it's just it, I don't even get it. It doesn't make sense. Why just shoot yourself in the foot? But it happens in football, baseball, whatever. You know what I mean? Exactly. So get, exactly. You know, and I, I just I don't understand it. But anyway. So, yeah, so Fight Island shut down tonight to make sure Conor McGregor and face off against Dustin Poirier. Uh, their first matchup about six years ago, Conor took it to Dustin real quick, like uh, first round. Um, Poirier has shown himself uh, to very much evolve over the last few years and, 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 yes, and pick yes. on some very, very good wins, a, like almost a whole new fighter. So, so yeah. again, um, I'm really excited to see this matchup. And again, you know, I, I <clears throat> old me wants to jump on the you know McGregor wagon because you know the guy is an athlete, the guy can fight. I can't take that from him. But again, I as a as an ex fighter myself, it kind of happens to how you hold yourself out of the ring as well. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of aspects to being a professional. And uh, he you know he dressed the dress, he walked the walk, but. You know, you can't be doing that stuff. But again, he's a great athlete. I'm excited to see what he brings back. He's try, uh, Connor's trying to make a name for himself because he's dropped far enough down the rankings um, after his little Floyd Mayweather stuff, and he went out and tasted some boxing money. So he's got to come back and and put in his due diligence and do some fights. Um, you know, uh, I'm excited for this fight. There's a lot of people excited for this fight uh, on the Conor McGregor side, but I really want to see Dustin Poirier. Go in there at least, you know, give me a good three, four, five rounds uh, versus a single round knockout. But again, you know, I, yeah. I paid sixty bucks back in the day to watch Tyson do it. I paid sixty bucks to watch Ronda Rousey do it. I don't care if I pay tonight to see a two minute knockout either. That's what I'm in it for, ladies and gentlemen. Like I hope everyone else is. But uh, yeah, yes, there'll be, you know, Dan Hooker versus Michael Chandler, another good matchup. That's the fight, um, Bob. I'm looking most forward to yeah. because to me, that's you know, the fight that has the most intrigue. Like, Connor and Dustin, you know, I saw it before. Dustin's definitely evolved, and, you know, Connor hasn't had as much cage time, so there's a case to be made there. But I still think, you know, it, when it comes down to it, I still think Dustin's a little hittable, and Connor's not the guy you need touching on you. So I still see, you know, I, I'd be I'd be surprised if Dustin doesn't get knocked out, even though I think there's a chance he doesn't and, and makes it – a war of attrition, but the fight I'm completely intrigued about because there's so many unknowns is the Hooker Michael Chandler fight. Really looking forward to, to seeing how that. I want to then agree with that. Yeah. Also, the Especially Jessica the I versus Joanne Calderwood. You know what I mean? There's the, yes. the whole yep. I mean, bo- both the the co-main event and main event are lightweight fights. So again, you know, we we got to bring Khabib into the conversation because is he retired? Is he not? You know. Uh, he showed up at Fight Island, and, and the reason, you know, Dana put Fight Island uh, together, other than monetarily, was because, you know, uh, with COVID, people people couldn't come over to the United States and vice versa, et cetera, et cetera. Abu Dhabi, they can get everyone from everywhere, so he can still put all the greatest yep. matchups. And, you know, the last couple fights, uh, last Saturday and on Wednesday, you know, they're like 9 in the morning, you know, Abu Dhabi time. So I don't even know what time it is over there tonight. But, uh, hey, dude, I was yeah, on yeah. the road streaming that Magni Casia fight. I was literally <laughs> at a hotel room streaming that fight. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, Jessica I, uh, Joanne Calderwood, that'll be a good, you know, I mean, the women, again, like we talked, you know, begin, at the end of the last year, you know, he's got such a lineup with new talent and these women that are just awesome and, 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 and kicking ass. So, so. Um, all behind that, you know, he's got middleweight fights, strawweight fights, and he's packing it up uh, 
Come you know he's got a girls. He's, he's got a he's got a women's card opening the main event with uh, Amanda Hebas, who's an up and comer. She's facing a, a I forget the Marina Rodriguez. I think is a great Muay Thai fighter, supposedly a really good Muay Thai fighter. But Amanda Hebas Hebas is the one who uh, stopped the McKen- Mackenzie Dern hype train by taking Mackenzie Dern down and not being submitted because her jiu-jitsu is really solid too. So uh, really looking forward to that fight. If Amanda Evas wins, Bob, we could have a uh, potential new contender at uh, strawweight for uh, straw right yeah. now, Wali, Wali Zhang, the champion. And, yeah, so he's just packing this stuff. It, it's going to be a great yeah. card tonight. They, he did a great job this week. Uh, fantastic. Fantastic. Yes, sir. Really looking so forward to it. The uh, Max Holloway fight coming up. Okay, so Max Holloway fight just that happened last Saturday, and to bring that yeah. up, so everyone's yeah. excited for tonight, and they're they're you know they're even talking that you know uh, maybe Poirier Conor McGregor if Poirier could stand in there and not get knocked out real quick, it could be fight of the year. But I will tell you right now, if you have not seen the Max Holloway versus oh. uh, um, Qatar fight, okay, Qatar. Uh, all my. Yeah. Calvin Qatar, like all my friends came over tonight to watch the UFC fight, but I've had them all come early just to make sure they watch that. That is definitely yeah. the fight of the year. Granted, yeah. it could have been the fight of last year. Uh, Max Holloway, yeah. um, he, he, okay, <laughs> unbelievable. He's a whole new guy. He, Max Holloway first got his shot um, years ago um, on, a, on a fill-in, okay, so a last-minute fill-in for the UFC. He was, at the time, he was the youngest competitor in the UFC. He yes. now is only 29 years old. He's, he's barely going into the 30s, and he's a ball. And he's already he's a Hall of Famer. Already, already a Hall of Famer. Already, and he's All, coming into already. his prime. You know, a he's yeah, and, and I, at 29. Yeah, at 29, and so and you know, in mid, you know, early 30s is is you know, kind of your prime for this sport because you settle down with your ring time. You know, you kind of do good, but you want to stay away from those 40s. But Holloway, (laughs) in that fight, he set the UFC single fight records for total strikes landed and attempted, also significant strikes landed and attempted, also strike differential, also distance strikes landed, also significant head strikes landed, and significant body strikes landed. His fourth round also set the record for strikes and significant strikes landed in history of the UFC. The guy threw upwards of 200 plus strikes per round. It was it was insane. insane. The guy insane. insane. Now, giving it to Qatar, he stood there and took it. But is that yes, really what did. you want to be known for? You know what I mean? You know, oh, that guy sure got a chin. I mean, that's a good. Attribute. Yeah, that was literally like the most one-sided, exciting fight I've ever seen. <laughs> right. For somebody to sit there and take that that whole time. Yeah. And there were there were combinations were put together so smoothly. The transition, uh, the head going, you know, the head to the body with the kicks. I mean, it was it was phenomenal. Beautiful. So anybody beautiful. that's not a UFC fan, watch that fight. You'll be a UFC fan. You know, yeah. Rolo was wasn't a whole lot too. of Rolo was coming back with him, not getting oh. caught clean a lot of times, just rolling the shoulders after a combination. Beautiful work, beautiful. And, work. and the end of the fourth round, was it the fourth round. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ty. So he delivered a sweet ass combination on Qatar's face, and then looked over at the commentators yes. and started yep. conversing with the commentators while he was head movement and making the other guy miss. 
Curtis, <laughs> Curtis looked at the commentators and said, I have the best boxing in MMA. That's yeah, what he said. Yeah. As he's bothering weaving and not getting hit. Oh, and so he's getting like some Muhammad Ali attribute or or credit. You know what I mean? Yeah, he is. Showing it off. Yeah. And, you know, Conor McGregor uh, was impressed with the performance and said, you know, Max is good and he could be, you know, another potential opponent again. A rematch with Max is not out of the line. Khabib said Max has the potential uh, to to be the greatest of all time. So even though Conor gave him credit, once kind of heard a few things. He said, hold up about this best boxing and MMA thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> right. His face was a little marked up. His face was a little <laughs> marked up. You know, because Max says, well, I think Max Max may be the smoothest boxer, but, you know, Connor just has that power, so he's not taking as many shots because he's not in as long, you know. Yeah, so. and they both have that extra little bit of reach, an extra inch or two on yeah, the end. They you know do. what I mean? Which, which yeah, they're both really, very I mean, long guys, yeah. Holloway just kept Katar at length. He just... He'd yeah. pop in, bong, bong, yeah. pop right out. Wouldn't have it to move beautiful. a lot. Katar was reaching. Yeah, it was it was filthy. It was really beautiful. That, that, that is a case study on striking, on MMA striking right there. Beautiful yeah. to watch. Yeah. A clinic. That was, that was pretty much a clinic. Yeah, so, clinic. That's the, the fact, word, clinic. And, uh, and, and, and being 29 years old and having a good, you know, five, six, eight years ahead of him, depending on how much he takes, uh, wow, wow, the kid could just be, he, you know, he's shooting for dope, you know what I mean? He's, he's got potential. So we'll we'll keep our eye on that. But again, too, um, you know, I've got some friends over there arguing with me, and I like, keep, you know, people keeping me honest and, and giving me their opinion, uh, you know, that said that Qatar had no business in there with him. Yeah, he's got a good chin, but that was not a mess up. You know, and then we talk, you know, we move forward into that division. And one, uh, was that 145, right? And because yeah, right now sitting on, yeah, and right now you're sitting on top with Volkanovski, and no one's going to touch him. Yeah. You know, he's he's taken out Holloway, I think twice. Um, and, and both and, fights were extremely close, but I, you know what? What he does that that right. gives Max problems is he moves very well laterally in and out and and throws the leg kick. And so like Max's boxing is tremendous. But he has to, you know, he's kind of, in a sense, almost like a Diaz brother, where he has to have his feet planted to let go. And yeah. what Volkanovski does is a great job of moving laterally, throwing a leg kick, stepping in and out, but specifically moving laterally. So Max has a hard time setting his feet. Max made some adjustments, and I argue, I thought he won the fight. I thought he, he, he was going to get the decision, but he came up short again. Um, but, you know, what they're saying is that his performance – made it a mandate that after Volkanovski deals with Ortega, Max is the next title shot, regardless of who's holding Absolutely. the belt. Yeah. Mean, so, and, yeah. and they're coming up, I think, uh, USD 260. So that'll be off, I think, okay. March, maybe? March, okay. yeah. Okay. So the, March 27th. Uh, Ortega and, yeah, okay, good. Ortega good. and Volkanovski will do that. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Yeah. Yeah, it was the next one we have uh, coming up this Alexander's uh, Oh man, if you want to watch it, Max put it on uh, Ortega too. That's a good like I've watched that fight a few times. Oh yeah, times. right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. man, yeah, boy. And Brian Ortega was another oh, right. one taking yeah. taking it all for as long as he could till his corner threw in the towel. Which I thought Qatar's corners could have done too, Bob. I I kind of didn't think he was going to come out for the fifth. Actually, I thought the fourth was going to be about it. Yeah, I, I I I almost thought. I mean, I heard that Dana White made a comment that it shouldn't have gone on past the third. And, you know, oh, we were sitting okay. here, and I, you know, during the fight, I was like, I don't see that guy coming back out. As a cornerman, I would have been like, 
what do you want to do here? Because, like, you're not winning. <laughs> you, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, other fights, you know, you're, you're you know, second round going to third. And it was like, you're down a little bit. And you're like, hey, you need a knockout. But, you know, in that fight, there was there was no good advice you could have got Qatar. Like, hey, keep good job blocking everything with your face. Like, you're doing yeah, great. Right. Like, I don't, they're, like, what do you want to continue doing? Because this isn't, do you have something magical you're going to pull out? You know what I mean? Because, uh, like, throw some leg kicks or something because there was nothing happening there nothing. other than him just nothing. taking shots. He couldn't reach him. Yeah. He couldn't, he couldn't, yeah, it was, he was coming up short all day. And, and like, yeah, all like they literally say, could say is try harder. That's all they yeah. could have said. No, that, it was honestly, not like, all, it was all I got to say is, like, damn, you got a good chin. You know, because that's yeah, the only yeah. compliment that could come from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> You know, way to sit there and take it like a Mack truck, you know? Yeah. Wow. I, I didn't. I, I honestly didn't think he was going to come out for the fourth. I thought it – but I didn't know Dana White said that, you know, he would have stopped it after the third. But it was good yeah, to Yeah, Dana didn't want to go on after the third. Because, you know, in, in fighting, like in football, you get outclassed, you get blown out. In fighting, once you get outclassed, you start to get beat the, the hell up. You know, yeah, and, and it, it, uh, becomes it becomes really detrimental though. to your future. You can lose forty-two to nothing in the football game and come back and be fresh next week. You can't do that <laughs> right. in a fight. <laughs> no, no. I mean, and there's, there's a, now if any of that would have ended up on the ground and pound, I think it would have got stopped. You know what I mean? That's the difference. You know, people got to understand the difference too. Like, you know, not taking anything from boxing because you know we train in 16s at my weight and we go in there we we fight it with 10 ounce gloves. You know, we wrap hands differently because you know you can't put all that gauze on on a wrist or uh, on the knuckles because you can't get that into an MMA glove because those are only like four or five ounces. You know what I mean? So the whole game changes when you get those smaller gloves and when you start taking that that type of beating to the face. 200 shots to the to the wow. mouth and face with five ounce gloves. Yeah, around. Wow. You know what I mean? That's 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 gonna leave. You know, and again, so Qatar uh, uh, had, you know, I guess his neck strong enough where he could absorb that. Um, I've had surgery; mine would have snapped off like a dandelion. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> you know, like that old game, your mama had or whatever, something buttercup, and you flick the head off or whatever. I don't even remember the game, you know, so years ago. But, but yeah, my head would have popped clean off. And uh, but, but you yeah, know, that man, guy, your ability it deteriorates. Like that's one thing about fighting. Like everybody, you know, has different levels of durability, but it's finite. It doesn't last forever. And like the more exactly. you take, the less you're able to take. So. Like, and that's then, why I kind of thought they about would our, stop the fight. Yeah, I, me too. Somebody, somebody in his corner should have been smarter than him, and they were, they weren't. Agreed. And, and unfortunately, Agreed. that's the problem. I've had refs stop fights on me to where I thought I could have kept going, but you gotta, you gotta. When you're in the moment, and as a fighter, and anybody that's been in the ring knows, like you're in there to yeah. win or die. You know what I mean? You're, you're, yeah. you're a combatant. You know, and so you rely on the doctors and the judges in your corner to be that 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 voice of reason. You know, you can come back from this. You can retrain, and but but to take that kind of damage. So it's like you, you know, you go back in history talking about like uh, you know, uh, oh, uh, one brain fart right now. Iceman Chuck Liddell against like Rampage uh, or something like that. Or you oh know, god, they're like yeah. oh well. You know, yeah, they're taking apart Chuck Liddell. Well, they're taking apart the Chuck Liddell now. You know, Chuck Liddell at 29 
would have had a chance. This down. Right. Right. Yeah. But but when you're ten years into taking those kind of beatings with that kind of scar tissue and that kind of neck damage, yeah. it just it changes yeah. things. Yeah. You know. So you you can't go in there and take that kind of beating. So it, it just it just changes it up, you know. Same thing watching some of the fights where guys just keep landing that leg kick, and the guy could be fresh as heck, but I think uh, I can't remember the name of the fight. Um, it happened last week too, and, and he's kept landing that leg kick, kicking his leg out from underneath him, and he had to switch his stance, and then he was useless. You know, he was his leg oh, hurt was, so uh, bad. Uh, I know it's fight exa- I know exactly what's right. It was a shorter you know, guy. The, the, yeah, they were the like dude, they were right? being yeah. Yeah, 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 they were yeah. Bantam dudes or something, like 115ers yeah. or 125 yeah. or something like that. Yeah, they were 125, yeah. Yeah, and he eventually had to change that stance. Yeah, Yeah, he changed his stance, and then he was all messed up. He, his timing's off, his distance off, his, yeah. he, you know, his main power's off. You know, he was just in there holding on. You know, so, again, you know, it just it, we, we have so many different areas where we can be hurt. Um, so I guess the credit goes to Qatar for having a good chin. Yeah, but we'll I mean, see. Hope, hope, yeah, hopefully tonight uh, we see something again like that between Poirier and Connor. But uh, you know, yeah, see, I, I don't know I if Dustin's chin can withstand that against Connor. No, that's the problem. I, I think, and that's the thing. It's like I hate to. I mean, I'm like I said, we're more excited about the Booker and all that kind of fight because that matters. Connor's probably going to take it to Poirier. Yeah. But and if I like something happens, he's a great guy, great fighter, great guy. Um, and I'm behind it, and I want to see it. But yeah. it's just I gotta be honest, you know. It's just I don't see it happening. If Poirier can but, avoid that shot, then we got a fight on our hands. Then we got a fight on our hands. But um, the 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 problem is, and you know, everyone's saying, and this is this is the general prediction, right? Connor early, Poirier late. And I don't necessarily see it that way. Poirier has to really mind his P's and Q's in boxing. It only becomes Poirier late if he can avoid the shot, not just the stoppage, but avoid getting clipped consistently enough to where it's going to allow him to implement his game plan. Because what happens is when you're in a fight, even if the guy doesn't stop you, if he hits you hard enough to make you rethink how you engage him, then you start – allowing rounds to slip by and yes. a power puncher can win a decision over a guy who's even, you know, maybe a better technical boxer. Cause this is going to be a stand up kickboxing match for the most part, I believe. Sure. But that guy with the power can win a decision by literally landing a couple shots and, and having the threat of his power slow the other guy down. And all of a sudden rounds go by and you've lost a pretty wide decision. So not only does Dustin have to, you know, avoid getting knocked out, Connor has a two-inch longer reach advantage, so he has to avoid the shot. But he has to avoid taking the kind of damage that, again, prohibits him from implementing the plan, which would be to wear Connor down by attrition. To wear someone down by attrition, you have to be in the fight. So that's that's what Dustin has to do. It's, it, it, it's, right. it's a big ask to me. It's a big well, ask. And we're talking difference, you know, between you know. Uh, 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 Holloway and stuff, I and mean, we're talking 45 versus these guys are cutting down to 55. But Connor's right. walking around with 170-pound uh, punching pounder, you know, all day yeah. long. Um, and, and then yeah. even more, you know, he's gone up. And, and Connor with his uh, uh, unethical, I don't know what you want to call it, his, his stance. See, Connor will say, like, Dustin is a great fighter, don't get me wrong. 
the counter switch is so good from southpaw oh, to orthodox and back. Yes, like he he'll does. throw something, he'll throw a hook kick to get you moving one way, so he can switch his stance. Like he he throws one move to set up the next, and that's what makes him good. You know, he's looking and, at the and, yeah. long. I just had this talk with my 18-year-old daughter. You live in the now. I go, you got a plan for next weekend, next month, next year, whatever, you know. And, so, and, and Poirier is more of a in the fight, in the now. And, and, and Connor's looking at two or three moves ahead. Yep. You know, I'm, yep. I'm going to throw this to move you that way so you're heavy on this leg. I'm going to counter with this, get you to move that way, and put you right back into my hand because you're concerned yep. about my feet now. You know, he, a guy he's so like versatile who can with constantly that. put you in – like Connor's, you know, he's got 21 wins and 19 knockouts, right? 19 stoppages, um, and he constantly catches people with the. Everyone knows the left hand is the kill shot, so right. when everyone knows what you're trying to hit him with, and you consistently hit him with it, that tells you what you, how you're setting it up. You know what I mean? And what, you know, Connor always comes out with some kind of like early on, he throws a spinning back kick or something. What he does is he throws a lot of techniques, like you said, to move you where he needs you. So yeah, and, and misdirect mean, you. And very you, smart and fighter. Get, yeah. Now you're not thinking. Now you're not thinking about that left hand anymore. I've thrown this to go yep. this way. I threw this to go that way. I came at you this way. Head kick, spinning kick, spinning back fist. Oh look, yep. you're worried about everything else. Here comes the left hand. You know. Yep. And he could and he could catch you. He could catch you going forward or catch you going backwards off the counter. He caught Jose yeah. Aldo, one of my favorite all-time fighters. But he caught Jose Aldo stepping back On off the counter. Yeah. Aldo actually touched him. Aldo Aldo leaped in with a left hook. He actually touched him with the left hook. But Connor right. stepped back, took took the brunt off the left hook. His shot got there first. Bang. So he's so yeah. good at reading where he's really good at. And, and you know, I think this is a guy. Connor's a guy who I think would have made, if he had dedicated himself to boxing, he would have been a phenomenal boxer because he has a tremendous chin. And he's really good at reading his opponent and finding the shots that count. Um, his, the, yeah. you know, the, the, I think the thing about his cardio is a little overblown. What it is is he's a fast twitch kind of guy. He's a fast uh, twitch muscle like fiber athlete. Yep. Those guys, fast twitch athletes, are not endurance athletes. Those are two different types of athletes. So he's never going to have the stamina, per se, of a Khabib. He's more dynamic no. and explosive than those guys. A dynamic, explosive guy, those fast twitch muscle fiber guys, they're not built for stamina, but, built, boy, they're built for dynamicism. And that guy packs a wallop. And, and as you know, if Dustin can't put – Connor's just not going to gas out over five rounds. you got to push him. And to push yeah, him, you, you got to be able to – Yep. You have to push. You, you have to keep him yeah. on him, and you have to grind him out. You have to keep exactly. him on the defensive the entire five yep. rounds to have a chance without getting knocked out. And that's yes, the sir. kicker. You know what I mean? Yep. Your distance got to be there. Your timing's got to be there. And it's hard to for anybody. Like one of my old uh, pro fighters is here right now, and he's got those orangutan or gibbon arms, you know, kind of like Connor. Oh, God, you know, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's a knuckle yeah, dragger. Go-go you know what I mean? Go-go yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you, that's you not fair. You get him in a corner and you just pound at him and you try to back up, and it's it's his game. Like no one else should be yep. able to reach you from that point. Yeah. And uh, yep. yeah, he's phenomenal with that. He's a southpaw. It's just it's ridiculous, Jeremy Hart. But anyway, yeah, Connor's got that extra thing, and it's really tough to get in there. And once you get in there, you've got to stay there. Otherwise, yep. your transition coming back out is not going to be in your favor. 
you know. Yeah. And I mean, not only does Connor have that extra, you know, that, that go-go gadget arm, but he's also really good at distance management. So you step in, yes. like, like Jose Aldo stepped in, all he did was take a half step back and fire the shot. So, yeah. he, you know, he, he is, he's a very – I think what makes him so good is his confidence and his IQ. John Jones is another one. What is it about these guys with low character outside the cage, but with <laughs> tremendous, awesome fight IQ? Because John Jones is another guy who wins fights with his IQ as much as he does with his mouth. Same thing with him. Right. Well, then, but then you got to put Anderson Silva into that bunch. Anderson's another one. He, exactly. You know, but exactly. He, but he, he was a class act out of the ring, too, donating back to his country. So it can't exactly. be done. You know what I mean? There Until he broke his foot. But and what's funny is these guys, like, I'm always telling, you know, the boxing and stuff, get that chin down. Get that chin down. Like, I right. will stuff a tennis ball under that chin. If you drop it, you'll give me push-ups. You know, keep that chin down. But if you notice Connor, uh, uh, Jones, uh, uh, Silva, Anderson. they've got that. Yep. Yeah, Anderson, Silva. Their head's up, man, and they're just their eyes are open 100% yep. of the time. They are seeing everything. Like it's in slow motion, and yeah. they will miss you. They'll make you miss by an inch, not a mile. They're right in that pocket, looking for that counter. Boom, 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 because they know it only takes an inch to make you miss. You know, when you so make Bob, I, I miss, know you, you. I know you sparred boxing, and you know Muay Thai, obviously, just just like I have, and, I'm, and of course with your experience, I'm sure you sparred kickboxing, a lot of different stand-up styles. Do you find that when you are boxing? Like keeping your chin down is definitely prudent, but when you're when you're fighting and you're using all your limbs, it, it feels like when you keep your chin down, you're not as loose and you don't see. It's funny because what made me think of that is when you said you see everything, and it seems right. like when because of the legs, you have to be looser and you have more to to watch out for. So kind of tucking your chin, it, it kind of obscure for me. You know, it, it always like when, when we're fighting tie and I'm collapsing the pocket, right? I would that's when I tuck uh-huh. my chin. But on the sure. outside, I always felt like I saw better if my, you know, I'm a tall guy too. If my head's up and I could kind of pull away and lean away, I always felt more comfortable that way as opposed to doing that when when I was boxing. What about okay, you? Okay, so I agree because I'm a taller guy, six two. You know what I mean? So it's easy for me to keep my chin up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because I'm, I'm so much taller, but then. I feel if I if I if I keep my chin up, I'll tend to evade and where I where I just lean back versus I shift my hips back and take that step. So to yep. keep my chin down, and I teach all my guys, I go stare at my necklace. If you the, the body doesn't move, like everyone every looking at each other's eyes, like it's a date. It's not a date. I'm fighting you. I don't need to look you in the eyes. I know your necklace is center mass. Okay, I keep yep. my chin down and look out the top of my eyes to look at your necklace. I know right. my head, your head's right above your necklace. I don't got to look at it. You know what I mean? Nope. I want to keep that down um, because then it just makes me feel uh, more comfortable because those, 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 uh, those shoulders roll forward a little bit easier when my chin's down versus when I'm yes. up, I'm more broad-chested, if that makes sense. You, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it does. And then when you're staring, when you're staring at the necklace – you're using your periphery, and you can definitely see the feet. You look at somebody's yeah. eyes, you don't see their shoes. You look at their chest, right, you can see right. their feet. And and I yep. don't care what you're going to hit me with. I want to see where your feet are because that's the power. I want to see which way you're leaning, you know, because I'm, I'm more afraid of people's legs than I am their hands, you know. And there's a difference there, too. Like uh, uh, the bob and weave for boxing, um, you guys can put your eyes on the floor 
versus I would never bend that far. I use my butt more um, and squat down so and keep my eyes up when I go down because it's not the punch that you see that's going to hurt. It's the one you don't see, you know, and yeah. I don't want to catch a knee or a kick down there. So those kind of open you up a little bit. Hey, bro, I, I, had been boxing for, different. I had been doing, you know, boxing for a little bit. Uh, but I had, you know, gotten to Muay Thai, and I just started trading Muay Thai. And I'm much more proficient in Muay Thai than boxing at this point. But So I just started trading Muay Thai, but I had been boxing for a little bit. So uh, I'm trading my, my coach. Shout out to Crew Paul Barry. I go to throw a, a body jab. And I get kicked right, uh-huh. right in my Adam's apple. Get kicked right by Adam's Adam's apple. Ginger Adam's apple. I was like, okay, this is a little different. Got to do things a little differently in this sport. You know what I mean? So, right, right. Oh, and to talk about that, though, that brings us back to UFC. Oh, a guy we were talking about um, back on the uh, Max Holloway guitar card was uh, Jacqueline Buckley. Buckley's been coming oh. out knocking everybody out with his amazing <laughs> yeah. spin kicks and stuff. And then yep. he, he ducked down a little too far and let homeboy yeah. clip him in the in the temple with a with a yep. shin kick. And yep. and yep. I don't care how strong a punch you are, a shin to the temple is a little bit different than a right, you know, or a power left. And and, and you know what? Bone, it, it goes bone. to what we speak to. He he had kind of collapsed the pocket, he was nice and tight. He saw. I don't know if he saw the strike coming, but he went to dip like a boxer would, and he yeah, got yeah. caught. You can't uh, see, like boom. it's just a different. Yeah, man, those those legs are something different. Love Muay Thai. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's awesome. And hey, I want to throw that out there since we are giving you credits on your movie. If you're ever looking for a fat, bald, overweight, out of shape uh, stunt man, you know, to do some kickboxing <laughs> on your film. I don't want you don't want my face on there, but I'll take a dive or a punch for something. Uh, you you know I got your back, you know guy. Actually, I tell you, I do documentaries, right? I do documentaries, and and you know just boxing Muay Thai, like it's always been my dream to do a combat sports documentary. And I tell you, if I if I ever get around to it, I will definitely come uh, come rap to you, man. Take us, take us all to film in Thailand too. I, that, that's a dream of mine. I've always said that. I'm going to do a. I'm going to do a Muay Thai documentary. Just got to find somebody to pay me to do that's, it. That's the motherland. That's the motherland. You yeah, go over man. there. Oh my and, god. Yeah. Hey, I'll hit up Matt Hume and he can get us over there and, and, and you know and get his uh, tie-ins to China too because they they got some good fighters. Oh, speaking of that, I have heard that Dana White is putting a lot of money into the Chinese fight. Uh, uh, fight system over there, and there we're going to be oh, seeing wow. a lot more Chinese fighters come. Yeah, he's like doing a Good. UFC gym over there. I think. Um, I, I, I let me let me do some more research on that. It's kind of a rumor at this point, but I heard we're going to start seeing a lot more Chinese fighters coming in too. So we've got you know, that going. Dana forward. White did that card in China. Saw that crowd and said, "We got to build over here. We, <laughs> we, we got some money building. over here. Yeah, yeah we smart, need to start building over here." Yeah. Yeah, he's a yeah, smart dude, man. Whether whether you like him or hate him, man, he is really smart and instinctual when it comes to promoting uh, the fight game. Just really smart and instinctual uh, at it. First guy to bring back live sports during COVID, and the last two fights this week were the first venues to have people in the crowds. Wow. Yeah. He's got people in the crowds now in over the, I, I don't know. you got to have a boat to get there. you got to be rolling. I don't know. It's not me. But, yeah, you can – He's got people in the crowds for their first time. So, again, his yeah, fight funny because everyone crapped on him when he started. Everyone crapped on him. Then, 
ultimately every other sport followed the model that he created, except for their own island. But the whole bubble model that he created for his fighters, that the NBA turned around and followed suit in Florida, that I like what they had in Orlando last year for the NBA was essentially Fight Island. Like, you know, it's funny because everyone, you know, shit on this guy and then everyone followed his motto. And I'm not even a big fan of fame because, fan because I like character guys and his mouth kind of annoys me. Um, but, you know, I, I also recognize the brilliance um, and what he's been able to do. And the do. business ethic. Yeah, he's got great business oh, ethic. You know what I mean? If, yep. if there was just a tiny bit, you know, I don't want to say tiny, if there was more money rolling to the fighters, I would be – blowing up Dana White's skirt. You know what I mean? Like, he is the, the all-time, the phenomenal. But he's in there to get his chunk and get out. You know, leave yeah. his legacy. You know, and that's my biggest you know, issue with him, too, Bob. The the, the fighter yeah. pay and the disrespect to the fight. Like, you pay them, you know, you pay a lot of the guy's shit, and then you, like, talk really bad about him, too. So that's yeah. that's yeah. where my issue comes along. along. But as, right. just far, as far as a, a, a promoter of fights, not necessarily a specific fighter, because you could be a fighter – and he will crap all over you. But as far as the yeah. promoter and the businessman, the guy's brilliant, man. Brilliant and very instinctual. You know, I love that yeah. about him. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I got to agree with you on there. It, it's 100%. I to say one thing about, the, about, Dan, about Dana White and, and setting up the uh, Poirier McGregor fight. I said to my wife, I, if I think I'll buy that. She says, why? It's only going to last about three minutes. <laughs> you got to enjoy the whole experience. Well, first, let me say this. Let me say this. First of all, I, I have ne- I, ha- I have not paid for any of the cards, boxing or MMA, that I've watched in the last eight years. Um, I do have a, a stream. It's not quite legal, but I do have a stream that <laughs> that I watch. Oh, I have. I just I just literally forwarded the stream to my uh, camera guy. And I said, dude, I've watched all my sports for the last eight years this way. I, I don't even have cable anymore, but I watch the Super Bowl, the NBA, anything I want to watch. Um, unless Dana goes and gets that guy tonight, unless it's the guy, you know what I mean? Who knows? But, um, oh, yeah, the, the streaming but, guy. Yeah, because there's a big thing yeah, on that right now. Yeah, Dana's like, I yeah. found you. I'm coming for you. You better not do it tonight. I was, I was, like, you know? I was like, watch the guy he gets is the guy who stream I've been watching all these damn years. Damn it. So... But, uh, but it, you know, it, it's the whole card. It's a good card. And, you know, what, what happens, in, and I think this is what I really like. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a boxing junkie, too. But what I really like about an MMA card is you're more likely to get a great fight from two guys you've never heard of. You know what I mean? So yeah, as far right. as entertainment value, the entertainment value from start to finish usually is really great. It's worth the money from start to finish. This is a top-heavy you know, card, thing, being honest with you. Like, yeah, they're going to the keep it. I mean, because it's such a top-heavy card, the, you know, the prelims aren't going to be all that great. But, again, it's top-heavy. He knows he's going to get paid out because McGregor's yeah. got that pull. You know, exactly. it's all about exactly. – I mean, I hate to say it. Like, I, I don't even know who this dude is, but Jake Paul or Jan Ryan or who are those kids? He, oh, he just talking smack on the internet. <laughs> Dan Ryan, you know? Jake and Logan Paul. You gave him a girl's name. <laughs> I love it. Dude, I don't care. Yeah, I'll fight him. You know what I mean? But I'm nobody I anymore. He wouldn't fight you. Guy, he wouldn't fight yeah. you. Right. But so, like, all the stuff, and, and this is what just makes me sick. You know, been on the show for over a year now. We've been talking about it. Back in the day, you were quiet. You carried a, you know, I mean, you let your fight, right. you're talking for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now it's just the opposite. If you can sell tickets, 
if you can be a yep. pompous ass, right? Yep. Yeah. You know, um, then you're going to get some fights. It's not whether you're yep. that good or not. I mean, and then so the ones like McGregor, Diaz, that are actually good and can talk that smack, they just excel, man. They they, they excel. Yeah. It's, it's they crazy. blow up. They blow up. Yeah, Bob, the other thing I was going to tell you was that if you get the Fire Stick from Amazon, you can uh-huh. watch 1,300 channels for nothing. <laughs> and most of the fights oh, are really? on there. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, well, Fire, Fire Stick is Stick, supposed to be but, really good. I'm I'm married yeah. to the I'm my my wife's a square you know that like Marty McSquat McFly you know what I mean everything has to be legal in our house anymore since when I got married I used to I used to run the other side of the tracks but now we, we I like I I messed up I'm paying <laughs> Disney Plus on one side and, and ESPN oh. on, Plus on the other side I don't even have the bundle like I'm just paying everyone their due you know what I mean just wow. full price I'm full price McGee here so yeah <laughs> yeah get fire stick you you'll love it. Yeah, well, we have the fire stick. That's how we get the. Uh, that's how we get the ESPN Plus and the Disney Plus. I'm not. My <laughs> smartphone hasn't come through on its end of the bargain. Okay, I haven't got smarter since I started using it. This technology is beyond <laughs> me. You put me in a ring, hey, I can do something. <laughs> hey, Butch, yeah. how much did you say the fire stick is? It was twenty five dollars. Thirty five bucks. Yeah. Thirty-five yeah, what, in general, or like thirty-five a month, thirty-five what? No, thirty-five no. bucks. You buy it. That's it. That's, that's it. it. Buy it. You, plug it in. Yeah, you it. buy it. On Amazon. Back of your TV, and you got uh, you got everything you want. Thirteen hundred. Dude, I'm getting a Fire Stick Monday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Amazon Prime. It'll be delivered tomorrow if you order it right now. Right. I'm telling you, wow, guys. I Amazon Prime is that. my thing. Yeah, yeah. Fire Stick. Dude, I, I I'm on my second month. Like you know what? Honestly, I thought it was a monthly payment, and I just I, I try to avoid those as much as possible. No, thirty-five dollars one time only. It, oh, it's a wrap. It opened, opened you up to everything. And if you don't have the app, you can download the app onto it. You know what I mean? And then you can yeah. get into whatever. Yeah, they're phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. see this. I love you guys. See, you learn something. <laughs> you come around more often, you learn more of this shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude, this is literally the first. This is the first weekend this year I have actually been home. I have been on the road, <laughs> filming every, every. Been on a. I just came from Georgia. I just got back from Georgia last week. I, I saw it. Yeah. I saw it. In fact, uh, Mr. Trump had called and asked if you were the one that threw the election down there because he knew he won. But I tell you what, I. You know what? It's funny. I was, in, you know, I was in Florida a few months back, and uh, you know, except for when we went to the sports pubs, everybody was kind of following, you know, protocol and social distancing. I go to Georgia, and we're in like a we're we're in a sheets or someplace, and this lady, no mask on, but she's looking at my cameraman who was like, just for whatever reason, just going overboard with hand sanitizer. And she was looking at him like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I was like, yeah, we're we're in Georgia. We're in Georgia. <laughs> yeah, driving across the country, moving, you know, when we move from the East Coast to the West Coast, we go through all these different states mid-COVID. Everyone's got different, you know, rules. You yeah. hit Georgia, they look, at you, they look at you weird like, why are you wearing that mask? You know, you're exactly. out the place. she was looking at him. That's, dude, that's exactly like she looked him up and down. We, me and my me and my producer were sitting behind him. We were just laughing because she was looking him up and down, 
And then he was, again, just going a little overboard, in my opinion, with the hand sanitizer. But she was just like, who is this guy with this mask thing on? It was just, it was hilarious. But that's part of the reason why we're down in Georgia. You know, I got to do these interviews for this documentary. And I'm like, all right, I can go to states with Republican governors because the restrictions aren't as stringent as they are in certain other states. And that, that's the game I got to play. So, Sure. Sure. Hey, Ty, what do you think uh, – Canelo finally has come out and said that he's going to fight uh, on the 27th of February. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of that fight? So he's fighting uh, – God, I always have a hard time pronouncing this dude's name. He's a Turkish dude. His name, his last name's Yildrim, and his first name's like Avril. So his name's like Avril Yildrim. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I know I'm pronouncing this slightly incorrectly. So the first time I seen that guy fight was a few years back. And then I saw him fight Chris Eubank shortly after that. And Eubank knocked him out in three or four rounds. Uh, it, it's funny cause Zito and I to this day always laugh at how the guy got up. He literally got up and started looking around like, what just happened? You know what I mean? It was just really an, an exaggerated kind of response to getting knocked out. So it's pretty funny. So that's kind of how I remember this guy saying that he's, He's no competition for Canelo. Uh, with that mm-hmm. said, Canelo's just coming off of fighting the ring uh, champion at 168. Uh, this is a mandatory. So if he doesn't fight this fight, he gets stripped. You know what I mean? So some people are poo-pooing on this fight because this is not the elite, elite-level competition. Uh, but this guy has earned his mandatory shot, and Canelo has to do this if he wants to go ahead and hang on to the title. On top of it, he's doing it in February, so it's just two months. So because he's defending his mandatory, obviously doing it in February, he's fighting more frequently, more active. So I think it's a good thing. I'm looking forward to it. He'll probably come back around and fight Cinco de Mayo like he usually does, and that could be somebody probably a little bit more formidable. Uh, but, you know, the guy's had a run of – you know, Callum Smith, in spite of how the fat, the fight turned out, that was recognized as the number one guy at the weight. He's coming off of that up with Kovalev and then Danny Jacobs, uh, Gennady Golovkin. So, uh, you know, if anybody deserves not a soft touch but a step back in competition, if anybody deserves to play the Eagles right now, it's Canelo. <laughs> you like my reference, play the Eagles, a step back in competition? <laughs> How about uh, the other one I want to ask you about was Arthur Betabez going coming back in the ring. Uh, on in March 20th with uh, Adam Denise. So he was supposed to fight Deniers. That fight was supposed to either have happened or maybe even be happening this weekend. That fight was supposed to be in, in, in January, but uh, one of those guys got COVID. I think it was, was it uh, Better Be Of or was it Deniers? One of those guys Benavide, just recovered yeah, COVID. Yeah. 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 So, so he, you know, he got COVID and, and, you know, um, that that's one thing Dana White, you know, talking about Dana White again, one thing he's been smart about doing is making sure and boxing's been picking up on this too, making sure they have guys prepared in the wings in case somebody gets COVID. Uh because, you know, the fighter himself doesn't have to get COVID. Smart if somebody moves. on his team smart gets moves. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody on a team gets COVID, coach gets COVID, the fighter's pulled. So the whole team is pulled. So Dana White again was making sure he had standbys, and boxing has been doing that lately too. Uh, but, you know, obviously, we, you know, if you, if you get it beforehand, they'll cancel the card and just postpone it. And that's what happened with uh, yeah. BF. Yeah, they put it back now till uh, March 20th. 
there's a fight tonight between Stephen Foley and Angelo Leo, a boxing match tonight. And that fight was supposed to be a couple months ago, but Fulton, who caught COVID. So this is this is the reality we live in right now. Right. And we got uh, Josh Taylor and uh, um, Tiafino Lopez coming up uh, real soon, too. Yeah, that's one to look forward to. That would be interesting. That would be very interesting. I want to throw one out on the boxing card just because I'm a, uh, 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 what is it, a GOT fan, G-O-T or whatever. A Game of Thrones, Hathor Bajorzeson, uh, the the former known as the Mountain, uh, nicknamed Thor, one of the strongest men, is going to fight another strongest man, Eddie Hall, nicknamed the Beast in September, I think, in a boxing match. And this guy, we're talking – you know, 31, 32 years old, six foot seven versus six foot two. You know, I don't even know if their weight is 30 stone and five pounds versus 25 stone. I don't even know yeah, what a stone is. Pushing, heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. 300. They're pushing 300. They're pushing yeah, 300. You know, they're dead less than 500 kilograms. That's an automobile if anybody's not paying attention. And then, hey, Bob, did so, you see uh, the mountain? The mountains, did you, did you see his exhibition this past weekend? With Connor? Oh no! I saw the one no, against no, the Connor a while back. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, because because he oh, did an exhibition yeah, about yeah. Connor a few yeah, years no, back. You could yeah. Check it. yeah, you could check it out on YouTube. He had a boxing exhibition uh, against a real pro fighter, a smaller guy, but it was a, 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 a legit boxing exhibition. Is there he ended a bigger up knocking guy, the guy down. I, nah, is there a bigger well, he, guy? He, did, <laughs> he, he, fought, he fought a better guy. Like he fought a you know a more competent boxer. Oh, sure. um, and it was an exhibition. But uh, but he looked. At, you know, it's funny. Like I said, if you get a chance, check it out on YouTube. He was surprisingly light on his feet. I was like, he looks a little lighter on his feet than I was expecting. He's the mountain. Mountains aren't light on their feet. He's, you know, he moves pretty well. So I was surprised. Well, any big guy that can move like that is phenomenal. But yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Good. See those big thunderdomes still kicking off each other. We're just about up on our time here. Uh, Bob, thanks a million for everything. Always well-prepared, and I appreciate everything. Uh, Ty, always glad to have you back, brother. Um, and uh, you thanks, bring so much to uh, to the program. At, uh, and Love when you tell I was excited. To, I was about to say, can you tell I was excited I was missing Bob? Can you tell I was missing Bob? Can you tell? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, 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 right, right when you picked up the phone, he called me. He said, he's like, hey, Ty's on tonight. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, I was, I was, I was, I was so excited to talk about. Not even a lie. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you as always. I appreciate it. Hey, enjoy, Bob. Tell you All right, bye, guys. Thanks. Enjoy the fight, bro. Yeah, he's already. <laughs> he's got a beer waiting. <laughs> uh, the fights are already on. You know, he's in it. He's got company. Yeah. He's, he's he's in his element, man. That's awesome. <laughs> Another Chris. <laughs> yeah. Now you want to leave? Yeah. Hey, you know it's been a great show. So good to be back on with you guys, Bob Butch. Shout out to Zito, who's not here with us tonight. Uh, Bob is our co-pilot. Coach Mel is watching over us, and Doctor Chris always keeps us laughing. Everyone have a good week. Good to be back. Yeah, I want to send a special shout out to uh, Zito tonight. Uh, he, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes you you just don't get a chance. You hear all these guys talking on the radio, and you don't get a chance to find out how deep they are. Uh, Zito is helping someone uh, 
relocate, that homeless person relocate and find a place to live tonight. So uh, we want to make sure that uh, everybody knows that and what a great guy he is. He comes from tremendous stock. Uh, his mom and dad were, were tremendous people. His brother's a great guy. Um, Thank and you, And we sir. appreciate everything they do. Um, these, these programs are brought to you. Well, these programs are dedicated to those who have lost their lives in the line of duty, but most, most importantly, they're dedicated to those three guys that have really made a, a mark in the world. And that would be uh, Bob, Coach Mel, and um, Dr. Chris. These gentlemen, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week. Praise for appreciation to the women of the United States Armed Forces and the men and women of police and fire services, as well as the men and women on the front line fighting COVID. Uh, please, when you're out there, please wear your mask. Please use a hand sanitizer. I don't care where you live or anything else. It's not just for your good. It's for my good, too, that you do that. We've got to clean this thing up. <clears throat> These programs are dedicated to those who lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman David Curtis, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcat, Sergeant Thomas Batinger. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Patrolman Jeff, Jeffrey Yashowitz, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers. San Diego Officer Mike Handler, Lieutenant Mike Zerber, Newcastle County Police, Patrolman on Oxford, Crispin Lake, and PD, Chief Al Hogo of Longboat Key Police Department, Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department, Highway Patrolman Alonzo Moses, Philadelphia Highway Patrol, Highway Patrolman Brian, Brian Lazaro, Philadelphia Highway Patrol, Highway Patrolman Brian Murphy, Plymouth Township, PA Highway Patrol, Lieutenant Bob Neary, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant Mike Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Deputy Jonathan Scott Klein, Orange County Sheriff's Department. <clears throat> Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol. Patrolman Robert Germain, Windermere, Florida Police Department. Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department. Patrolman Charlie Condit, Tarpon Springs Police Department. Hillsborough County Deputy Sheriff Charlie Kotloff. Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department. Sergeant Rodney Bond, Delaware State Police. Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Jerry Ficus, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Art of Hope, Wilmington Fire Department. FDLE Special Inspector, Vinny Galaccio. Delaware State Trooper, Corporal Stephen Ballard. Kissimmee Patrol, uh, Patrol Officer, Matt Baxter. Kissimmee Sergeant, Sam Howard. Captain Matt Letourneau, Charlotte Fire Department. De- Deputy Bill Gentry, Highland County Sheriff's Department. <coughs> Excuse me. Clay County Sheriff, uh, Clay Zerba. L.A. County Sheriff, Deputy uh, Natalie Corona. Deputy April Rodriguez, Pasco County Sheriff's Department. Office Bob McKinch, Luxie, Kentucky Police Department. Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol Nurse, Latest Century. Sergeant Brian Levine, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department. My brothers and sisters, although you may be 10-7 at this point in time, at some time we're going to be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time, may the road dry up to meet you. May the winds be always at your back. May the winds be the Rains fall softly on your fields and the sunshine lightly on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your families always in the hallow of his hands. Good night. God bless and please have a great week. Yeah.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.